Fun day on the show today with a great Woods Big List of what does some what, what's something people look stupid doing. Rolls right off the tongue. <laughs> right? We heard about your big weekend coming up. Yes. And uh, what, what we, the, we talked about the worst people in the world to party with. <laughs> right. And how I seem to run into a lot of them. <laughs> That's in our bonus track at the very end of the podcast, but you'll hear it all right now. Kelly and Woods. Why should we talk to you on Monday is when someone has something big going on over the weekend, so they loop us into it. Now, normally we have someone on the phone who's getting engaged or something like that, mm-hmm. but this weekend, Wood, you actually have something huge going on. Yeah, I'm going to go down. Uh, the Villain Arts Tattoo Convention is this weekend down mm-hmm. in the cities, and it is one of the biggest in the country. And I am going down there, and I am going to be... I I'm guess I'm not being entered into the competition. Sean, our friend from Fresh Skin Tattoo. Right your friend. Your mm-hmm. new best friend. Our friend. Who you guys hang out with and don't invite me. Uh, well, he will be doing a tattoo on me, and he's going to be entering it in a competition today. And that tattoo is cool. I've never seen anything like it. That thing is really cool. It's a big chess piece, and I wanted a bear because my father calls himself the Kodiak, which I find hilarious. Right. And we worked a couple other things into it. Now, I'm not worried about, A, getting a tattoo. Now, is there enough room for that, too, with the dolphins above your belly button that you have? <laughs> yes. Uh, they're actually going to work together in a oh, nice little sweet. marrying a the couple. The bear's going to be eating the dolphins? But after I gain all that weight, they turn into whales. How <laughs> dare you? Stop. <laughs> but, so, I'm not worried about getting a tattoo. It's right. going to be about a seven-hour set, because it's, it's a, a limited window that to get painful. it all in. Yeah. What I'm worried about, and like there are massive, like if you watch like Ink Masters and stuff, like there's going to be a ton of people from the show, like Clean Rock One is going to be down there. That's so cool. And Sean's going to be competing against all these people. Man. So I really obviously want to make sure that he puts his best foot forward because I think he can beat all these guys. Right. So I don't want to move. I am already pounding water. Now what? Why? That's one of the best things you can do is hydrate. Hydrate, hydrate, Does it hydrate. Puff up the skin or something? No, because it just keeps like your body like can replenish stuff. Okay. And things okay. like that. So I'm like I'm drinking as much water as I can. I'm going to sit as still as I possibly can. But right. I'm worried about the judging aspect. Right. Because at the end of it, you gotta get up in front and like go in front of all these judges and all these people are gonna be seeing me without my shirt on. That's how many people like how many people do you think will be there to to watch this? This is I, I was told this is a top three tattoo convention in the country. Oof. So I mean they're expecting thousands of people there. Wow. And there I am paraded up there as a piece of meat. Now, what are you most nervous about? Is it your scars from your surgery? I'm not that worried. Because I don't maybe a lot of people don't know you had you lost a bunch of weight, you had skin surgery, mm-hmm. and you have a scar around it looks like you were cut in half. Two. Two scars that literally encircle my entire like the one in front of my chest is there I think there is maybe like a half inch spot that they right. didn't cut. Yeah. Like there's like, oh well, just in case we can put them back together. <laughs> Leave a little bit there. But in my waist is all the way cut around, all the way up my arm. So I mean yeah. I have massive scars. I don't care about that. Right. I, I think I'm more worried about my muffin top. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to look a little pudgy up there. So, now, Sean is a very talented artist. Can he work the muffin top and the tattoo somehow? <laughs> Can he put some sprinkles on it or maybe some blueberries? Just like make my belly a, a mu- <laughs> blueberry muffin. You should go see him before he starts and put a little frosting around your waist. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm super. This is the first one I've ever been to. So like, I'm totally new to all this. Um, it's going to be insanely fun. That's um, cool. I wish I could go watch it. Like you guys are going to be in my neck of the woods. I wish I could go see it. Yeah, you should. You, I mean, it's open to the public. You got to buy a ticket to get in. Right. I got a tattoo now. I'm in the club. Right. You should come on through. Maybe they want to see my breast cancer ribbon on my chest. I'm, it's probably the first one they've seen. <laughs> right. I'm sure. <laughs> Maybe the first one they've seen that says Brianna in it. But, but it matters. To no. You. But that that's so cool, man. I, I, I you probably don't want to post a picture of the tattoo yet, right? I don't. I don't I, know. I probably there's. I, couldn't couldn't you do this in all seriousness? Couldn't you like buy a T-shirt or something and just cut like a big hole in it where the tattoo's going to be? No, that seems weird to me. It does seem weird, but you know maybe maybe it'll give you a little more confidence. No, I mean I'll get up there. I would. I care at the end of the day, right? You know, but I did shave a little spot of back hair there. I was like, yeah. I gotta get rid of that. What you don't want is for someone to say, "Man, that guy is brave." All right. <laughs> About, about what? <laughs> it's so brave that you got up there. Well, that's a hell of a muffin top. Good for you, bud. 
<laughs> but so either way, I'm looking forward to it. I cannot wait. I think I hope Sean takes home some hardware. He's super excited about it. Yeah, he's and, a good uh, dude too. He deserves it. Right. And it's it's so cool to see. And honestly, how about a little Midwest pride, man? I want all these people to come, you know, to hear our neck of the woods and then one of ours wins. Yeah. It. I think that would be so cool to see. So I'm very excited about it. And of course, Come Monday, I'll have some uh, more work done, and hopefully we'll be talking about some awards. How much How much room do you have left? You're, is your whole chest open? Uh, for the most, I have some okay. like I smaller I say, I don't ones. remember. It's been a long time since I've seen you with your shirt off. I have smaller ones on my chest and like on top of my shoulders and stuff, but no, this will be take up half of my chest. So. All right. Well, I can't wait to see it, man, and good luck to you and Sean. Good luck to uh, you for sitting there for seven hours. Uh, I think I'll be okay. I've got some books on tape and things like that. All right. Because honestly, as long as I can keep my mind on something, it should be all yeah. right. I've heard the chest is bad. The little ones I've had haven't hurt, but... I got one on my chest. It was it was okay. You were wiggling around and everything. It was painful as hell. <laughs> Kelly and Wood. Conspiracy Corner. It's been a long time since we've done one of these, but someone texted one in yesterday that we feel we have to get to. Yeah, and I'm trying to find out, and I apologize because someone texted in, and I'm like, ah, dang, who was it? But it got me down a rabbit hole. Mm-hmm. Now, I won't lie to you. There's not a ton of facts that kind of back this up, but I think the idea and the premise of it is neat enough to bring it up. The idea is that Katy Perry, pop superstar, mm-hmm. is actually John Benet Ramsey. Now, if you don't know, John Benet Ramsey really took over the world for a solid 18 months. Yeah, that was a very, very sad story. That was before OJ, right? I, that I don't remember. I don't remember the exact timeline. I believe that was before OJ. I think that was like the first big murder type thing, at least that I remember. Of course, she died under mysterious circumstances. Her parents were believed to possibly have done it. Her brother was actually a suspect of it as well. Yeah. She was She was killed. I think she was six years old. Yeah. Incredibly sad. And the theory is that she actually wasn't murdered. She was actually moved to a different family and then raised as Katy Perry to become a pop superstar. Behind now, they start throwing in a lot of Kelly's favorites, Illuminati, and things like that. Right, this. there's a lot of like uh, satanic worship in stories in this one. Right now, the reason of like, okay, well, what connects the two? Now, the, I'll be on 100 percent honest with you. The guy who put like this first video together, he's a whack job. Mm-hmm. All right, like all right. He, he's, he, this isn't his first go at this. But apparently, eyebrows are a very specific facial feature. Now, I've heard fingerprints, obviously, we know of. Also, I've heard ears. Like, your ear is specific to you. And I believe, and somebody can correct me if I'm wrong, that the FBI has actually caught people by matching ears to one another. Really? I didn't know that. Like, it's like that specific. Like, all the bends and twists in your ear are unique to you. All right? So, they this guy's saying your eyebrows are almost that similar. Now, like to a, me, Like I don't a fingerprint, know. almost. Eyebrows... Seem the same to everybody, unless you got know. like Eugene Levy's. I'll say my eyebrows would definitely give me away. You got you got some caterpillars up there. <laughs> no, I don't. They're just very, a few straggly long hairs. Yeah, you got some wiry ones that get away from you. But I don't know the, they're there until I see them. For the most part, you have normal eyebrows, right? So if, now the other part of this is that the parents of John Benet Ramsey and Katy Perry's parents do look very similar. Now, he's not alleging that they are the same people. The theory is that John Bonet went away, went to live with Katy Perry's family, and then years later, she was branded again, just older, because they, they're not the same age. Katy Perry is six years older than what John Bonet Ramsey would be. Okay. But they're just saying they've just changed their name. That's where it falls apart for me. Can I ask one question? Yes. Why didn't they just, like, just to debunk it, couldn't they just do a, some type of DNA test? Possibly. Now, Katy Perry's actually addressed these. And she says, it's so stupid, I'm not even going to do anything with it. But so there's a ton of there's a ton of conspiracy theories surrounding Katy Perry. Like, she's into devil worship and all that kind of stuff. She's, she's a robot. She said the other day, she said something like, uh, experiencing Satan's raw power is something everyone should have in their life at least once. No! Uh, hey. She was a Christian singer. Exactly. Have you seen the video? Keep your friends close and your enemies closer. Have you seen the video of her recently where she was performing and then her one eye just like drooped and then she had to like 
tapped the side of her head, and then their eye went back. Now I was told. I think that, that's Bell's palsy. No, I was told that that was a uh, makeup. Like it was like the makeup glue. And my wife actually says, like, when of course you, they're like, going to tell you that. Well, no, like when you glue <laughs> lashes on, as we're three guys and you're talking about it. Yeah, this, like, should, glue, this should be accurate. Well, like if you glue lashes on, if the glue gets away from you a little bit, it'll like stick in your eye lid, and like your eyelid can get stuck. But how about that time she was performing on stage and she was like, "Help me, help me!" And then she just like passed out. They're saying that's MK Ultra right there. What? Yeah. Do, you want to bring up conspiracy theories and think I'm not going to do a deep dive on them? <laughs> I'm just saying that one. You got the wrong co-host, brother. <laughs> I I don't believe the John Bonet one. I think it's I think it's interesting to look at, but I don't think there's too much around it for I, that to be a thing. That one I maybe don't believe. I 100% believe that Katy Perry worships the devil. Based on that one comment a week ago. Based on my own research, yes. <laughs> I did my own research. Oh, six minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> when I pulled up Snopes. <laughs> Kelly and Wood. Wood's Big List is where Wood throws out a topic, and we all talk about it. And we got a lot of texts coming in about this one. Today, what is Wood's Big List? Uh, it's very simple. What is something that everyone looks stupid doing? Mm-hmm. But they think they look cool or just... Doesn't matter. No, okay. it doesn't have to be that. Just so, what's okay. something that everyone looks stupid when they do. All right. Do you want to kick it off since it is Wood's Big List? You know what? I actually, This actually happened to me the other day. What? Slipping on ice. Everybody <laughs> looks stupid. <laughs> yeah. Trying to save yourself. Because you, you do that whole thing and your whole body just kind of goes yeah. into a kimbo. Your arms are way out. You're, yeah. I, I did it the other day, and like my neck started being like sore for like fifteen minutes. I'm like, did I get whiplash from almost falling? Because you're using all these fast twitch muscles that you're not used to using. Oh man! But I didn't go down. So no. props to me. I got one for you, and you don't like when I say this one because I think you do it, and it hurts your feelings when I say oh, it. Oh, here we go. I th- and I know we have a lot of listeners that probably do this too. I think wearing pajamas in public looks dumb. Nah. You're, you're off on that one. Every, every time I bring it up, whenever I go to Walmart and I see someone in pajamas, I'm like, you don't even have the respect to put on some normal clothes. You slept in that. No. Like, there's dro- like, your drool is all over that outfit. I, I can I can I can be with Kelly on that one. Oh, I, I, I can. <laughs> it's us against wood. Because it's always the same. And it's, they always wear the same pajama pants. Right. It's the same ones. Well, we're, are we not allowed to contribute to the list? What is no, it? No, you are. I mean, it's Wood's Big List. Are we not allowed to say anything? Just saying, I don't know if I'm buying on that one. Uh, Rachel texted in, chasing a ping pong ball. Stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I just, you know what's funny? I just thought that me and my wife were playing ping pong the other day. I was like, no one looks cool trying to grab a ping pong ball. Especially if it's beer pong and you know you've had a couple. <laughs> or like a plastic bag in a parking lot trying to chase that thing down. I just say, I just say, go with God. <laughs> How about when money falls out of your pocket and starts blowing? Money on chase. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. You're trying to Step on it, and then the, like the air from your foot pushes it further. You'll give a couple of stabs at it if you got that one. All right, yeah. I got one. How about eating traditional bone, uh, traditional wings? You can't look cool doing it. Oh, There's, I can't. No, I don't There's, know. No, I, I I remember the first time I met uh, my ex girlfriend's mom. We went to Buffalo Wild Wings when they had that unreal wing deal. Yeah, yeah. and I was just going to shoving the whole thing, just trying to <laughs> clean it. Oh, it is not a good look. And you get sauce on the side, sometimes I, on your chin. I think that's just you, brother. <laughs> Hey, I'm you're, with, hungry, I, you're hungry. I'm with wood on this one. There's no cool way of eating a chicken wing. There's I think no you cool put the way. whole thing in your mouth and just. <laughs> oh, you're, that, that's cool. Just pull it out meatless. Yeah, that's that's not that's cool. Disgusting. <laughs> no cool way of doing. <laughs> There's cartilage and stuff you're not supposed to be eating on that. It's just chew it. Uh, other ones. Uh, how about this one? Waving at someone <laughs> when you see them waving and they're waving at somebody behind you. Oh, that's the worst. Got to tuck your hand behind your head. That that's is so the, embarrassing. You don't come back from that one. <laughs> that uh, happened yesterday at my son's. Uh, my son had his first orchestra recital yesterday, and I was up there waving at him. And like the girl next to him, like awkwardly starts waving back oh. at me. I was like, "Oh, poor, poor dear." Did Vinny kind of steer it right, or did he just let her go? I think he just let it go. That's classic Vinny. Yeah, you know, he just he plays by his own rules. Uh, Amber texted this one in fake laughing when they don't get a joke. Oh, or fake laughter at all? How many conversations do you have where you have to fake laugh just to get out of it? I refuse Tons. to fake laugh. If I honestly got like, I, if I laugh, it's genuine. I will not fake laugh somebody. I will. To make them not feel bad, I'll give them. A- <laughs> to me, the awkward, the awkward silence is better. That's the worst. When you're sitting there, and you're just yeah. All right, uh, and then okay, try to figure so. out the next word. Take off out of here. Uh, other people, a couple of people actually texted this one in smoking. But I'll give you this. Uh, how about this? Vaping. If we could do those gigantic clouds, oh, I hate that. You're a knob. <laughs> See, I agree with the smoking thing. But what about like Bruce Willis in in Die Hard, where he lights that cigarette up? 
And he's kind of ha- he's having to squint because the smoke is kind of going in his eye. And he's- well, I think the cool thing is, is he's killed like nine people at That's that point with their own weapons. Are you see like an old picture of James Dean sitting on a motorcycle with a cigarette hanging out of his mouth? Now, I'm not I'm not advocating for smoking right. here. I'm just saying I feel like you have to have a leather jacket. Oh, absolutely. And I think maybe more the leather jacket yeah. than anything. That could I'm be. talking about these idiots who do those clouds like they're a, a 1918 <laughs> locomotive. How about when you're sitting behind someone's car and you see that giant cloud come out of the car? That doesn't bother me. But I'm at just least they're like, just doing it to themselves. I know, but I'm just saying like gross. Yeah. I feel like the only exception to that is if you're like at a hookah bar. Oh, yeah. That'd be like the only exception you can have one of those huge clouds of... Yeah, because you're in there for that. Yeah. I've never been. I would never go into a hookah bar. I've actually, I've actually been to a hookah bar before. My friend used to DJ at one, and I, it was so gross to me, I couldn't hang out there. To me, I feel like if I went in there, I'd be doing something illegal. <laughs> it feels illegal, right? <laughs> Everyone's sitting on the floor on pillows. Like, isn't and, it hash? Like, is this illegal? I don't even. Honest to God, I don't even know what the hell I was smoking. Yeah. Tobac- was it tobacco? What I the hell was I smoking? It's supposed to be, but I wouldn't trust it. <laughs> uh, first time texter, how about this? Eating corn on the cob. <laughs> That's a tough one. That is a tough one. Uh-huh. Another first time texter getting uh, dental work done. Yeah, yeah. That, I never, boy, the people are really thinking outside the box on this one. All right, when they got your mouth propped open with those biting things. Yeah, and yeah. you're trying to talk to them. Like, what you got going on there? <laughs> got this thing. The worst is when people take selfies in the dental chair. Like, eh, it's not a good selfie, you know. But uh, other people lifting weights. But hey, you know, at least they're working out. Yeah. Same thing. Uh, somebody who wears are these giant. Muscle guys walking around the gym flexing and stocking caps and big earphones on. Someone tell our boss. <laughs> <laughs> He's probably listening right now, too. I just way. swerved off the road. He probably I'm has just... his hat and headphones on right oh, now. I get, and he, he wears a gold chain, too. <laughs> he really. How about that? Nah, I think sometimes no. chains look good. I think there's no making. I think that's making a comeback. Chains? Yeah. yeah. How about herringbone chains? Do you what? even know what those are? I have no idea what that is. That was big in the 90s. What did you say? A herringbone chain? It was called a herringbone chain. What's that? They look kind of flat. Like, look at an old picture of MC Hammer. Oh, I know <laughs> what you're saying. Like, the right. metal linkage. It's like also but called, it, like, a Cuban? I, I That I don't know. We call them a herringbone. Okay. You know I thought you were talking, talking like the, the hookah shells or whatever, the white hookah ones. Shells. The hookah shells. How about this? I How? ripped that off my brother once. I just <laughs> did him the favor. How about men wearing bracelets? That's our boss, too, isn't it? Doesn't he wear a bunch of bracelets? I was about to say, you're going to get fired after this show. <laughs> All right, well, let's... Uh, Felicia just sticks in eating ribs with a lot of barbecue sauce. Yeah. Another tough one. Wait, that is a tough chick- one. Barbecue? But all right, well, let's take a phone call. Let's keep this going here. We got a lot. We got a lot to get to. Uh, keep your calls. Keep your texts coming. What's up? What do you think everyone looks stupid doing? Riding. Well, I would say uh, riding a roller coaster. Like anytime your video, you know, there's those videos of people on like a slingshot. I mean, you look ridiculous. It doesn't matter. <laughs> you cannot control your face, your facial expressions. Like you look like a moron, but you can't help it. It's fun, right? So. <laughs> I'll tell you, I did not see that one coming. That's actually a brilliant answer. <laughs> Waking up. Waking up. It's Kelly and Wood. Every morning. Kelly and Wood in the morning. Name a bad job for someone who's accident prone. Oh, okay. All right. That's a good one. That's what we have up today in this round of The, the so, uh, I won last time. Yes. And so, uh, Wood, you're up first. Uh, I think that we're going to go straight to the top here. Doctor. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Thank you very Good answer. That is a good, good answer. answer. I don't want no accident-prone doctor. It's on the list. Thank you. But it's not the number one answer. Okay. okay. It's on the list. Um, By the way, it's doctor and surgeon. They have it as... Okay, so yeah. a, a I'm going like, surgeon. Yeah. <laughs> just just want to make sure we, we got Optometrist. it. Optometrist. Okay. A good, a bad. Wait, what was it? Again? We asked a hundred people name a bad job for someone who's accident prone. How about construction? Ah, construction. That's on the list. Yeah. Still now, not number one though, huh? That I, 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 it might be the number one answer. Okay, I, I'll explain why at the end if That's you don't right. get it. Because I have heavy machinery on here, okay. so I got, I'm Const- going to guess it's construction. All construction is out. Okay, all, any all right, type yeah. of all is out. All right. Can I hear the question again, please? Yep. We asked 100 people, name a bad job for someone who's accident prone. Okay. Uh, you know what? They are the future. We have them in our hands at all times. A bus driver. You don't want somebody who's okay. driving your children around, right? Driver is an number one answer. That was, oh, really? the, that was okay. the one that was like, I don't know. I but that's the number one answer. That's good. All right. So, okay. That's what we got. Three so far? You got three, and there's four left on this list. 
Okay. It's a big one. Paul's ass inside. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay. I want to say... You did my scenes. Right. Stop, dude. For real. (laughs) You're throwing me off now. How about... So I hear the question again. Oh, I got it. Read the question again. We asked 100 people, name a bad job for someone who's accident prone. How about a chef? Ooh, that's actually good. All those sharp knives and hot things. It's on the list. Wow. Food service on the list. Ooh, I'm tapped out now. Yeah. I have one more in the holster, but I'm not happy There's with it. There's three left on this list, by the way. All right. Asking 100 people, name a bad job for someone who's accident prone. All right. Um, you know what? How about a police officer? That's on the list. Hey! Okay. 2023 off to a hot start. Man, this is, so we only got two left. Two left on this list. Somebody stepping in blasting. <laughs> All right. Okay. I don't know why. This is the first answer that came to my head, even though I'm not that happy with it. The question again. We asked 100 people, name a bad job for someone who's accident prone. I don't know why this popped into my head right away, but I thought auto mechanic. It's a good guess. But it's not good enough. It's not on the list. No! I knew it. I... I don't know why, but I was going with my first instinct. Changing the oil, get it in your eye while you're right. doing it. Yeah, I get you got it. A, you got a 5,000-pound car above your mm-hmm. head? That's probably in your head because you got the car stuff going on. Could be. Could be. So how many is that wrong for you? One? Just one. Okay. One wrong total. Can I hear that question again, please? We asked 100 people, name a bad job for someone who's accident prone. All right. Uh, you know what? Look up, friends. A pilot. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, that's hot. Yeah, that is a good one, but not good enough. Not on the list. Not on the list. This list is erroneous. <laughs> oh, here we go. It was all good when we were winning. Okay. This is my last shot at stardom. I'm shocked pilot's not on there. These two are these two are tough. Okay. These two are tough. Um one more time. We asked a hundred people name a bad job for someone who's accident prone. How's about Well, <clears throat> When Wood said policeman, what was the actual answer? Was it policeman? It says police officer. Mm-hmm. So because what about this? In the same vein of first responders, what about a firefighter? No? <laughs> no. No, not. It's a good answer. It's a good wow. answer. I, I mean, I mean yeah. what you going to do? Spray the wrong house? How about fall into a burning <laughs> building? All right. Jeez. Well, someone's All a right. great. Okay. Taking All the right. loss, not well. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, don't you dare insult my answer. Uh, I have a couple other options here. Um, I, I, this is kind of the same as uh, police officer, but what about military? Uh, that's a good one. No, it's nah. not on the list. Not on the list. Also, I thought about teacher. Not on the list. Nah. I'm telling you, this is, these two are absolutely insane. Uh, what okay. about air traffic controller? Not on the list. Okay, you're stop. Right. You're embarrassing yourself. I'm telling you, these are these. I, I'm actually surprised. First off, these were higher than doctor and surgeon. Holy cow! Okay. Zamboni driver, <laughs> a glass maker. You know, you're okay. dealing with the hot, the yeah. hot glass. Oh, that is you tough. Know. Get it, but and okay. how about this one? Window washer. Okay. You know, you is could. Is anyone fall. really doing that job? Yeah, anymore? dude. If you go to Chicago, they're just yeah. hanging from the roofs. Yeah, it's that would be a terrifying job. So that, that's true, but boy, those aren't the first that pop no. into my Can head. Can I ask a question? Why do you want the outside of your window so spotless? So it looks nice. I mean, what are you really losing? Birds. Sheen. I mean, no, but birds Bird. want dirty windows. Yeah, yeah, birds fly into that right. that bad. But you don't want a boy. dirty looking building, man. How can you really tell? They're not You'd doing that good a job. You'd be able to tell. I feel like once you get past the 30th floor, it's all right. about the same. Plus, I bet you it does something to like maintain the glass or something. Like Dirt is abrasive, and then the wind blows and probably scratches up the glass. Maybe it's just me. Yeah, well, you're not You're not thinking this through. I, I got the <laughs> you don't have a construction mind like I do. <laughs> I'm just saying, you want a military guy over a window washer? Who's not, or a pilot? What? You won. I know, but pilot, that was a banger of an answer. <laughs> but, hey, I'll take the loss. I did my best. They asked too many poor people. One wins another round of The Fuse. Making you feel better about yourself every morning. It's time to get trashy with Kelly and Wood. All right, Wood will now give us a story with some trashy elements to it. We'll give it a trashy score. We're going to put it up on the trashy scale and the trash flash. We're headed to Florida. Yes. That's what we have. A police car at a light. A police car, you say? And... He's not going. God darn it. Now, <laughs> the, the red go. lights go, turns green, and the officer doesn't go. I don't know about you. 
giving a honk to a police officer no. is a huevo move. I'm assuming that there's something going on that he is not going to move right now. He's doing it for my safety. So everyone sat. Light turned red. Light turned green a second time. Okay. Officer didn't move. Now people are starting to get upset. A third time, people start driving around the police officer. Well, that's when finally someone pulls over and says, I'm going to check out and see what's going on here. <laughs> when the woman walked up to the Pinellas County Sheriff's police car, knocked on the window, the police officer slumped over the wheel. Oh, gosh. Doors are locked. That's scary. Pulls out a phone and calls 911, says, I think there's an officer having an event. Yeah. So, obviously, police come running. When they bang on the window, the officer comes to. What's going on, man? You okay? The officer says, I'm fine. I'm fine. Gets out of the car and appears normal. So what's going on here? Wood, this is trash flash, not happy hour. Yeah. Well, that's when they decided, hey, here's the deal. We're going to go ahead and take you to the hospital, figure out what's going on with you. Okay. Somebody else is going to drive your cop car to the to the hospital. Let's go. Take him to the hospital. Another deputy jumps in the police car. And that's where we start to get a little trashy. In the driver's seat was a brown paper bag oh, so no. full they couldn't even close it, filled with little airplane whiskey bottles. Oh, don't tell me this, man. Half of them empty. Also, in the cup holder, which I didn't even know police cars had cup holders, was a wide open beer. As you can imagine, this started to say, okay, something's going on here. Yeah. Well, the deputy, once he got to the hospital, gave the other cops the one-two shake. Oh, he tried to take off? He did disappear. Couldn't they smell it on him? No. Well, despite being watched by another deputy, the deputy in question evaded them and left the hospital before DUI units could question him. Oh, man. He then told deputies he got a ride to his parents' house where he continued to drink. Oh, he's trying to do like, well, the reason I smell like alcohol Uh is because, oh, gosh. So when authorities showed up, they said, hey, you're taking a blood alcohol test, which he failed two times, providing a .23 and a .24. Nearly three times the legal limits. By the way, authorities, not buying the old ran home and got (laughs) drunk excuse. They fired him on the spot. And he was arrested. That's like a lot of men. You'll talk about uh, men will say, make sure you have a beer in the garage. That way, when you come home stinking like beer, you're like, oh, no, I just cracked this one in the garage. Who says that? A lot of guys. <laughs> a lot of guys. You've heard this one, right, Brian Riley? Uh, no. You don't own a home. You don't know what the hell is happening. <laughs> Once you own a home and get married, you'll know exactly. You'll be like, oh, man, that was a hot tip. Thank you, Kelly. <laughs> don't worry, Brian. Don't take it personal. Kelly gets you. A little angry when he gets cornered. <laughs> no. <laughs> my friend, my other friend, Brian, my real friend, Brian, mm, uh, told gosh. me that one time. He's like, you got to have a beer in the garage so that you walk in the house with a beer. And when your wife's like, hey, you stink like beer. You're like, yeah, because I just opened this one and had a sip. Did you pour it on yourself? <laughs> Flies all down. Hey, why do you smell like Rumplemans then? <laughs> I was chewing gum, too. Yeah, what's the matter, baby? <laughs> all right, let's give this one a score, Come shall on. we? I feel bad scoring this one, man. Well, this dude. All right, Points to the points. They are. All right, so we're going to give it... Um, where do I start? Being being drunk in a police car? How about being passed out of the, a red light okay. through three of them? That, that's good. Uh, we'll give that 200 points, actually, as a matter of fact. Mm. Um, having to be taken to the hospital because they think something's wrong with you, but you're just drunk? That feels trashy to me. Seems like it. I'm going to give it 150 points, as a matter of fact. Uh, and then, uh, d- given the cops the old shake and bake at the hospital... That's pretty trash. That's super trash, especially when you are a police officer. Well, maybe you know their moves. Right? <laughs> I'm going to zig when they're going to zag. They're not going to get me with the old stinky one, too. I'm going to give I'm gonna give that 150 <laughs> points. Uh, and then we have the trying to... Uh, Someone's texting about the garage beer. Mm-hmm. You know what? You guys make fun of me for it. Everyone's <laughs> going to be doing it now. <laughs> Polly said, Kelly, what the heck? I've never heard of a garage beer. Mm. Well, then you ain't around in the right circles. No, you haven't. Um, okay. Back to this, though. This mm-hmm. ain't about my problems. This is about this problem. Uh, all right. We got uh, <laughs> giving the cops a shake and bake. Mm-hmm. Um, going to your parents' house saying, no, I was drinking here. That's why I smell like alcohol, mm-hmm. which I align clearly very closely with. Very I'm going to give that 175 points right there. Um, 
Point two three four. Okay, point two. As I say, point. Uh, so that gives a hundred two hundred thirty four points. How about having a bag of the little airline oh, yeah. whiskeys that's, so full you couldn't even close the bag? How do you even acquire that many? All right, uh, I'm going to get that one hundred fifty points. Mm-hmm. Um, he was arrested I and hope. fired. Oh, oh, being fired for being drunk is trashy, man. Yeah. Uh, okay, so I'm going to give that, and then that's like 150. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've not shown up to work because I'm drunk, but I've never mm-hmm. gone in and got fired. I remember. <laughs> <laughs> um, what else do we got here before that's I it? make myself look even worse? Okay. Well, I think that anybody who's familiar with the trash flash maybe had a hunch that this was going to happen today. Oh, yeah. And it doesn't happen often, but when it does, it's an absolute celebration. <laughs> Mark said garage beer, 125 points. No, man. But that's a Kelly. That's a different score. This ain't about me. All right. But when we do crack a thousand, it's a celebration. Cue the intern house band. Come on, man. All right. Today, our deputy who is passed out behind the wheel earns himself a whopping 1,184 points. Russia. Kelly and Wood. Welcome to our bonus track. It's our first break from 5.40 in the morning. Uh, we talked about, what the hell did we talk about? Oh, I got a sign from God right away this morning. Yes. And uh, that brought in the bongo guy. That was some hot bongo talk there. Hot bro. bongo talk. <laughs> Who do you not want to party with? That's what we'll call it. It's our bonus track. It's our first break from 5.40 in the morning. We tack it on at the end of the podcast. Kelly and Wood. I believe we got up to like five, six first-time texters That's there. That's awesome, man. And then now that you've texted in, everybody, we're going to put your name in our little text system mm-hmm. here. And now text in all the time. Because when you text it, like Nicole just texted in, happy Friday, guys. We're heading up north to go fishing for the weekend. That's awesome. Dude, when I went to Craigan's Resort, I so badly wanted to rent an ice house. They have, like, heated ones there. Craigan's Resort, if you don't know, is on Gull Lake. It's, it's pretty renowned. You know, it's gigantic. But you can rent an ice house for four hours. Nobody wanted to go with me. And you, you said that was going to be your goal this this winter. Well, winter ain't over yet, brother. Well, we still got about six months of winter. I know, but I also know you. If you haven't gotten started yet, <laughs> it's gonna happen. It's it's an uphill climb. Well, I thought for sure my son, who, me and my son have been getting a lot closer lately. Mm-hmm. I thought, well, for sure he'll want to go sit with dear old dad for four hours in an ice house. Man, I couldn't even get him to do it. He's like, let's go snowmobiling instead. I'm like, God dang. Here's the problem. I give them an option. Yes, like I I. I can't tell you, A, how many times as a child I was asked, hey, do you want to do this? And I gave the wrong answer. And guess what? Get in line. Same thing for my kids. I'm like, hey, do you guys want to clean the house? No. Oh, well, that sucks. Too bad. How's it feel to not want? <laughs> you know what? Grab a broom, you know? <laughs> I and know. It, it, boom. Then all of a sudden you do it. But my kids, if it, it was if it was just me and my son going ice fishing and he didn't want to go, it would be a miserable time because he would just sit there and complain the whole time. So what? So I, what? I don't want that. I almost wanted to go by myself, and then my wife's like, oh, what is this, just a vacation for you? I'm like, well, God dang it. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. I said, bring your knitting stuff out there, or your crocheting, whatever. My wife, you want to hear maybe the trashiest thing that we gave away as Christmas gifts? I couldn't talk about this on the air before the holidays. But now we are. There's these hats, and I don't know where, I don't know if it's a German thing, I don't know what it is, but you take a beer can, right? You empty it into my stomach, mm-hmm. and then you cut it, cut the beer can in half, So, and you take the top, so you have like, it almost looks like a sheet of paper, but it's a beer can, right? Okay. You cut that in half, and you punch holes in it, and then you crochet that into a hat. It takes about six beer cans to make a hat. That's what my wife gave away for Christmas, and my family loved it. Are we the biggest white trash you've ever heard of in your entire life? Yes. I know. I, I know, sir. You That is sounds like a deluxe version of the drunk guy who puts the 12-pack <laughs> beer box on his head. This is, this is like a little time and effort goes into it. But my wife cranked out a ton. Look, Misty, Misty Sour says, yep, my stepmom makes them. Yeah. I, my wife found like the pet, because my cousin Dana had some already, but my family has been on this Ham's beer kick 
lately for some reason, which I think is absolutely disgusting. <laughs> but anyway, so my wife made a bunch of Ham's beer cans. Ha- like she just learned how to crochet these things and cranked out a bunch of them for the holidays. And is there a ceremony of like the trash heap here? <laughs> like do you do you wear other Look at garbage? Pe- people other Pam says we had those as kids. Mark, Kelly, those hats were hot in the seventies, were they? I don't I mean I wasn't around, so I don't know. I don't how is this a thing? Look up. Look You're up. wearing garbage? While I'm telling... <laughs> well, it's recycling. I, okay. Look up Beer Can Hat on your little system over there. Yep, my computer. On your Commodore 64. All look right. up Look up Beer Can Hat real quick. You'll right. see what I'm talking about. But she may... Look, <laughs> Misty Sauer said that's my dad's favorite beer, too. Mark, they're awesome. Yeah, I don't know. I don't okay, look- I'm looking at this one. Handmade crochet beer can <laughs> hat. As we were giving those out, I was like, is there a trashier gift that we could possibly be giving out? I mean, I'll be honest with you. It looks pretty cool. This one's Schlitz. It's it's a, it's like a nice kind of like, and the fact that my wife handmade them is kind of cool, right? Like, I mean, yes. And my daughter helped because my daughter's been learning to crochet. So it was kind of a family. I drank the beer. W- would you not get a cut from no, the aluminum on your skull? Because the, the crocheting like goes around the sharp edges. Okay. okay, Sherry, that is something that's coming back around. My grandma made me 140 plus years. Wait, what? 140 plus years? Did they I, have aluminum cans? 140 plus years ago. I think that's maybe uh, sarcasm. Le- did you throw them on your head when the, the Germans were going to bomb, too? <laughs> it doubles as a helmet. A very thin one. Climbed but. under the uh, school desk. Beth says it's a good fitchy. I'm surprised so many people knew exactly what I was talking about when I talked about crochet beer hats. That looks like one of those gifts you get and you're like, oh. Oh, this is great. And you wear it that night and then you throw it no, out. No, it goes up on the bar after that. All my family has basement bars. You know, we're drinkers. Okay. So. Well, I mean, right. hey, as long as it made you guys happy, what's the problem? It did. Can I tell you the weirdest thing that happened this morning? And this is just a real quick side note. Mm-hmm. So I, as I was coming in this morning, I always stop on Friday mornings. I stop at the gas station. I get a five-hour energy and a bottle of water. Your little routine. Right. And I love it. I love a good routine. I, I, there's something about me. I hate when it gets thrown off. And I go into the, I go into the gas station today. And, and here's a side note. Sometimes wouldn't I play songs before the show gets going to get kind of pumped up and get ready. Right. Because it's early and you're kind of funky and cloudy in the head. And sometimes I will play this song by Prince. Oh, the bongo song, yeah. Yeah, and Wood hates it, but he allows me to have it once in a while. Rock, rock, holly rock. Everybody want a holly rock. It just gets me pumped up well, a little bit. And it's like 17 minutes long. It's very long. Now, There's a bongo solo? Now, here's the thing. So this is a song, and this is real quick because I know we're a country music station, but Prince, I'm a huge Prince fan. Prince wrote that song for Sheila E. Prince used to do this for his friends. He would write a song and then just give it to them, and then they could have all the royalties for it. This song was a huge hit back in the early 80s. But the version with Prince on it, Prince released an album of, of songs that he wrote for other people <laughs> after his death. No, that's Michael Jackson. <laughs> that too. Anyway, the Prince version never gets played. As I'm getting my water and my five-hour energy this morning, I'm listening. I'm hearing, I'm hearing this very quietly in the background. A bongo solo? And I'm like, wait a second. Is this the Sheila E. one? I was like, this is the Prince. This never plays. So I hung out in the gas station for a little while this morning. I just kind of browsed, you know. I browsed the jumper cables. And yeah, what's the, that guy doing over in the detergent section? <laughs> I, I looked at the uh, the windshield washer fluid. But I was like, sometimes the universe or God, whatever you want to believe in, sends you a little message. There's a way to say it. Good God. And that was my message this morning. I was like, today's going to be a good day. As you walked in, you saw I was in a great mood. And you were playing this song. And I was playing because I was like, I think I'm supposed to listen to this song today. And sure enough. The Lord works in mysterious <laughs> he ways. He sure does, man. Sometimes it's through a Prince song at a quick trip. Who knows? Now, I have like eight rules in my life that I'm pretty solid on, right? Like, there's things that just... You, you don't dance. Right. You know, and there's... I, I think I can add a ninth rule. Okay. If there's a song that has a bongo solo in it... Oh, you're crazy. The song sucks. No, man. Yeah. No. And there was a kid in college. I never knew this kid. He showed up at a party once. He had a 12-pack in one hand and a bongo in the other. I hate that kid. I, it's exactly what I thought to myself. Who does that? Who, who's getting dressed for the party? Like, all right, I got my 12-pack of Schlitz and my bongo. I didn't know him. Never Ooh. never cared to even know the guy. And I literally le- looked at the person next to me and said, 
I hate that kid. <laughs> Why? What happened? Do you see he's got a bongo? And I don't know what it is about the bongo. Like, first of all, I don't believe there's any sort of skill involved with said bongo. I disagree. I disagree. Wait, you sit there like a moron, put it between your legs and slap it. If I had a bongo in here, you wouldn't be able to play it. You oh, have, you're out of your mind. You have no rhythm whatsoever. You do a couple of the middles. You, you no. do the palm slap on the side a few times you on have the no, edge. You have no rhythm. Now I'm going to have to go buy a pair of bongos. Great. Uh, please do. And I'm telling you, you could probably pick one up for eight cents. I take the only s- cool thing about a bongo is it was in like Donkey Country, Donkey Kong Country, whatever. <laughs> Donkey Country. Yeah, you had to collect like 13 bongos to unlock the little guy. I take a strong stance on anti-bullying because my son gets bullied. Right. I'm but, not bullying. But that kid deserved well, whatever you, he got. If you Look, you, you can either make... Easy decisions are hard decisions. <laughs> and we've always said, one of the coolest things you can do is like really f- go whatever you want. With, Blaze your right? own trail. Right. Be and you. Be if, unapologetically yourself. If you think something's cool, go chase it. But if you show up to a <laughs> college party and you got a bongo under the arm. <laughs> when was he going to break that thing out, I wonder? I, the, I wasn't sticking around. He was just waiting to hear, Dale. Me Sunday. He's like, oh, here we go. That party needed to have a 20 to 1 male to female ratio for me to be like, yeah, I'm going to ride this one out. Or female to male ratio is better. It's like the kid who shows up with the hacky sack and no one's good at it. It, like, there so it was, ends up punting it into the neighbor's yard. My brother lived with a guy who popped out an acoustic guitar at every house party they had. And I'm telling you, nothing killed the vibe in that party. More than this guy said, hey, I'm going to play some Dave Matthews. Oh, now I like Dave Matthews. So do I, but I don't want to hear it from some stoner who doesn't really know this song. There was a hole shaped me in the nearest wall. I, I can imagine every time he had to stop, she's like, oh, wait, wait, that's the wrong chord. Uh, crash into me. Uh, I'm going to play uh, Wonderwall. You just played Wonderwall. No, no, it was a different song. Well, it sounded like Wonderwall. I didn't play it like this. I just, uh, there's a few instruments that you can just flat out end a good time. And a bongo's one of them. If you're sitting around a campfire, bust out the... uh, No. What if you got an acoustic guitar and the bongos? (laughs) Then you got yourself a murder scene, my friend. (laughs) Have you ever sat around a bonfire and had someone bust out an acoustic guitar and everybody starts singing along? It's fun. No. Yeah. No. You know what, dude? You hate anything... That brings joy to other people. What song was he going to strum that would pick that party up? Um, how about? Cause I gotta have faith. I gotta have faith, the faith, the faith, the baby. Yeah, boom, me across the fire. <laughs> I, would, I see you asking me to stay. I would come across that fire so fast it wouldn't even burn me. How I would about, come to attack you. How about, about bitter patter of me? How about coming. some Johnny Cash? You know, I fell into a burning ring of fire. Trust me, you're going in that down, fire. Down, down. Either you or that guitar is going in that fire. And by the way, there's also a mystery C, which is both of you. Look, I, I agree with you on the bongo. Although if you had a bongo and an acoustic guitar, now you got a rhythm section. Mm. I fell into a burning ring of fire. No, no, I just... Well, that's fine. Janelle texts in, how do you guys come up with these topics to talk about? I have no uh, idea. This one literally started three seconds ago when we started talking about it. Because there was a kid who lived caddy corner from me as a child. Mm-hmm. And I once saw him pull bongos out and start playing on the drum. And I knew at that moment, Chris DeBoya and me were never, never going to be never friends. Never going to connect on that level. And on guess a what? deeper level. We never did. Now, I, I did take his moped through a garage door once, but that's a story for another time. I, you, know, you know what's funny you say that? One time I crashed a friend's moped, too. He brought it to school. He rode it to school, right? Yeah. This was, I would have, I'd have probably been 15 at the time. He, lived, this was, he wrote it because he lived right around the corner, and he was like, dude, go ahead. Take it out while we're all doing soccer practice or whatever. Mm-hmm. I was like, thanks, dude. I crashed that thing within seconds of getting on it. Well, yeah. And then I blamed it on somebody else. But I still paid for it. I still That's paid for Kelly it. right there. I still paid for it. I wanted to still be friends with the kid, though. Mm-hmm. So I was like, yeah, a car hit me. And I swerved and crashed. He's like, well, why didn't you like talk to the person? I was like, ah, they took ah, off. God. It was a hit and run. Look, I don't like my younger self. I've said it 10 million times. But boy, did I destroy his moped. So my dad has bought a Vespa. And yet, still has yet to ride it. I am worried. Because I'm going to go out there in March for the yeah. NCAA tournament. I am worried because I know in my heart of hearts, as soon as I get on that thing, I'm going to want to take it off a jump. You sure do got a lot of trips planned that I don't know about. Yeah, well, you know, I'll keep, don't worry about it. I've invited you on this trip numerous times. Do you know how bored I would be sitting watching basketball all day? 
I would love to go to Vegas with you, but I want to do Vegas. I don't want to sit there like, okay, cool. Now I'm putting 50 bucks on red. No, it's a boy's trip to Vegas. You don't have to gamble to have fun. But you're going to be sitting in a sports book all day long. Just one day. Just one day. We're going to be out there for like three days. That day would be hell. I'd be like, I'm going to the penny slots. Well, that's that's fine. Pick me up at the airport. If you can't have fun in a casino... I'm going to go see an Elvis impersonator. That, they're all over the place. I know. Little Asian ones. I've been to Vegas. Tall ones, fat ones. That might actually be the real Elvis. I don't know. No. If Elvis were alive, he'd be dead. He'd Remember his birthday was the other day. He's like 88. Yeah. Oh, he's about to be 88. Or would he be? All right. Let's move on, shall we? Uh, Missy texted in, by the way. We had a guy that would bring a guitar into the bar and think we should turn off the jukebox for oh, him. See, Hell I don't like that know. guy. I don't like that guy. Nah. That guy's a fist fight right there. Corey said, Kelly, do us a favor. Please stop to sing. Okay, I can't rap. I can't sing. <laughs> you guys are just taking everything away from me. <laughs> Would you like to do some spoken word? <laughs> can, I, can I still do my Joe Pesci imitation? Is that allowed? No. Hey, this is Joe Pesci. That's another thing that gets under my... The, the spoken word stuff. Like the slam poetry? Yeah, no. I was walking down the street. Out of my own business. I'll be real with you. If there is a hell, like that is what will be. And I was about to beat. Everyone would be like, hey, let's go to the bar and be like, yes, finally. Hell isn't that bad. Boom. It's open mic slam poetry night. I used to date a girl who wanted to go to slam poetry. Why? And I just hated it. And I like a good, you know, freestyle rap or something like that. But it's just like everyone was trying to be so deep and ugh, I hated yeah. it so much. I think I broke up with her because of that. <laughs> Like at the place, I was like, "Look, I'm gonna grab a beer and I'm getting the hell out of here. Don't bother calling me tomorrow. <laughs> if you're into this whole thing, uh, we don't see eye to eye. That's definitely a lifestyle choice. <laughs> it is. Hey, Becca backs you up. She says, "Kelly, I like you singing." So thank there you. you. Go. Thank you. Let's move on because we're right. this this topic is dying. Here we go. <laughs> we're gonna do a little history. Well, they got nine minutes out of bongos. That's right. You show me another morning show that can do that. Uh, it was on this day in 1975. Wheel of Fortune debut. Now, here's the thing. I never knew Chuck Woolery was the original host. Pat Sajak came along in 1981 to host it. I never knew that. Is Chuck Woolery dead? Uh, Don't you put that. Love Connection guy? I think Chuck Woolery's dead. No. You might want to get on your computer machine. I'm 95% sure he's probably hosting a TV show on that god-awful network you get. Buzzer network? Yeah. Well, that's all from like the 70s and 80s, so he could still be dead and be on the buzzer network. Yeah. Take that back. Still with us. Okay. You so-and-so. Yeah, 81 years old, though. Wow. Holy cow. Good Good for for him. him. I'd say who's got the cushiest gig is Vanna White. Pat Sajak? No, Vanna White. She doesn't even have to turn those letters anymore. But she has to walk, though. Pat Sajak doesn't have... And you know they crank out probably five shows on a Monday morning, and then he's off for the rest of the week. And that dude's been hosting that show for 41 years. Now, back in the day, did she have to know how to spell? No, the thing's lit up. I'm talking like way back in the day. She Was what? there a guy with a flashlight back there? I'm like, this one. <laughs> they, got, they got it. Like, for me, that would have been the problem. I've been like, I, I can't spell feud. I think it's been in the E and the U all wrong. I think it's. I think it was pretty much done for her. Because now she just walks what? up and just, I don't even know if she touches that screen. I, I like how you are saying that someone had a cushy job. Oh, I have a cushy job. I'm just pointing out the others. Right. Now, she probably makes a lot more money than you. And, and she deserves it. more. I had a friend who was flying next to her. She was riding coach. I bet she smells good. Oh, yeah. On this day in 1942, Pan America Airlines became the first commercial airline to schedule a flight around the world. So you took off and landed at the same place? <laughs> I don't know. What the hell am I doing here? Boy, that was expensive. <laughs> <laughs> so I get to sit here for 18 hours, not move. And eat crappy food. Cool. Sign me up. Well, I, I, but flying used to be way more glamorous than it is now. You well, know. they've jammed you in now. The, right. The, the space cattle now. is ridiculous. On this day in 1974, a year-round daylight savings time begins in the United States as a fuel-saving measure in response to the OPEC embargo. Now, I don't understand that. 19, a year-round daylight savings time. So they set the clocks back, and then they just left it for a year? I don't know. To save fuel? I, I, we just got... We, because it used to be, I thought it was for the farmers. That's what I thought. But now you're saying it was for fuel-saving measure. And I've heard that before, that it was actually as a fuel-saving measure. But like back in the 30s or something like that. 
I, I, I shouldn't even have said that one because neither one of us knows what the hell that even means. Wow. Mean. We just got to get rid Because there's states that do it and there's states that... And is I, there anything more depressing than the sun going down at 4.30? To me, I, where I would get upset is then I have to figure out what time my television show starts or yeah. the game starts. What? Okay, well, we don't jump an hour this time. We did jump an hour. Eh, it'd be madness. Yeah. Well, we can probably get rid of it these days. I think we're doing fine with... Well, I don't know. Are we doing fine with fuel? I don't even know. Uh, let's move on to some birthdays. Come on. If I told you Rowan Atkinson, would you know who that is? That's disrespectful. Come on, that's Hello. Mr. Bean. I'm Dr. Bean, <laughs> apparently. <laughs> Mr. Bean, it's his birthday day. What a, like, like, was that show on any other channel than PBS either? Well, I mean... And was, everybody knows it, but he came out with movies and stuff, too. It was on, it was British TV there for a long time, of course, and he, did you know he saved lives? Talking about airlines and stuff. Let's go. He landed a plane. Really? Like a pilot had like a heart attack or something, and Rowan Atkinson landed the plane and saved Is everyone's Is he a pilot? Life. Or they just talked no. him? Oh, my God. I don't think he was a pilot. I never heard that before. Dude, Rowan Atkinson's actually like a really good person, and I, I find Mr. Bean hilarious. It is hilarious. My wife does not, it, which is amazing that we have made this wild marriage of ours work. It's like uh, uh, the Knights Who Say Niff. What is that? Uh, Monty Marty, Python. Like I don't find Monty Python funny at all, and some people think it's hilarious. I I find parts of it funny. I, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. But to me, Mister Bean, I just find his ability with the physical comedy and stuff is just funny. Well, how old is Rowan Atkinson? He's up there. I think he's like seventy. I'm gonna say seventy even. He's sixty eight today. <sighs> he's got a few years left in him. When they did the Olympics in London, and he did the the chariots of fire, and he was uh, running around. I, to me, I, w- I almost had tears in my eyes. Now, this birthday isn't today, but it is tomorrow, and he gets referenced a lot on the show, so we have to definitely acknowledge it. Happy birthday, Prince. No, not Prince. <laughs> he does get talked about a lot, though, for a country music show. Uh, no, but this guy. The, the king of the 80s soundtrack. Yeah. Kenny Loggins, it's his birthday, and I was looking at this. You know how many songs he's done, and I don't, I don't know if we have to take this off the podcast because of copyright stuff. But uh, he also did. Of course, we all know this one, right? That's another Kenny Loggins joint right there. Mm-hmm. How about this one? Footloose. He did this one too. I didn't know that. I mean, this dude was crushing it in the '80s, and he was just a good songwriter. But he also did this song for uh, Caddyshack. And this is, a, this is a really good song, actually. That dude was just crushing it in the 80s. Good for him. Yeah, but do you know how old he's going to be? Uh, he's in his upper 70s. I'm going to say 78. Ah, oh, man, you're too high. You're putting years on people they don't deserve. He is the ripe old age of 75 tomorrow. Good for him. So don't celebrate his birthday yet. Yeah, I, maybe he just hung it up. He's like, all right. That's cool. I got a pool. He definitely, he definitely could. Like he had the clout and the hits and the royalties to do it. And man, I, I, I think I may have to watch over the top. Do it across the sky. Meet me halfway. That's right. You know what? We'll watch it in uh, halfway between our houses as we live an hour apart. Robert Loja. <laughs> all right, man. And of course, if it's your birthday today, we want to wish you a happy birthday as well.